Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 65. In this episode, we will sit down and talk about the classifications of carcinogens, uh, basically chemicals and physical agents that cause uh, cancer. Um, You'll find these on the um, SDS sheets. Um, I know that many times when I look at these, I'm not sure which, um, which, which system they used. They do a really good job of saying it does cause cancer, it does not cause cancer, but they don't always really tell us exactly the system. Different systems use different forms of data and weight of evidence and all that good stuff. But let's just sit down and kind of cover a couple of the uh, common classifications that we'll find. So before we do anything, let's sit down and really go over a couple of uh, definitions out there. So. Um, carcinogens are substances or agents that can cause cancer, and there are two different kinds of carcinogens, activation-dependent and activation-independent. Um, um, and much like the um, word say, of course, one is dependent on something and one is independent of something. Lots of different um, organizations out there. Um, when we think about um ones that do the research, of course, there's the uh, EPA is doing the research. There's the International Agency for the Research of Cancer. Um, there's a lot There's a lot of different ones. Those are the two main ones that you're going to find on the um, SDS sheet. So now let's give a couple of um, examples on activation dependent and independent. So basically activation dependent Carcinogens require a, a uh, metabolic activation or modifications to induce cancer, while activation-independent ones do not. And so it's um, independent. And when we think about things that are um, independent, um, some of the the ones that really jump out to me, of course, are chemical exposure and all. And then when we think about uh, ultraviolet uh, rays outside, um, the prevalence of skin cancer out there. When we think about um, smoke from tobacco products, of course, we have a lot of lung cancer and a lot of other associated cancers. This is uh, activation um, independent. When we then uh, switching gear some and we look at the um, SDS sheet, um, anything that is a carcinogen and is in excess of 0.1% of the formula has to be listed on the SDS sheet, which means that in theory, as long as it's under 0.1%, it can be a carcinogen and not listed on the um, SDS. Lots of chemical formulas out there. um, And so you may find it listed, you may not find it listed. And that's why it's always really good to sit down and look at that weight of evidence and look at all of the data out there. Now, for us who are sitting down and managing the day-to-day safety, all this is done by is done by others for us, and then presented on the um, SDS sheet. So now we switch gears and we look at the three um, carcinogen classification uh, categories that are out there. Um, this is going to be when we look at um, on the um, SDS sheet. It'll say carcinogen. Uh, carcinogen and it may say a 1a a 1b a 2 or it could even say 3 4 and 5 let's just talk about the ones that they have to put on there a 1a is known to have carcinogen potential for humans 
and this is based on human evidence. And then we, when we look at the hazard statement associated with a 1A, we have a may cause cancer. When we look at a 1B carcinogen classification, it is presumed to have the carcinogen potential for humans. And this is based on when, when they do uh, animal studies and do things. Hazard statement for a 1B is may cause cancer. When we look at a um, uh, classification category two, suspected human carcinogens. And that's because they have limited evidence, both on human and on animals. And so the hazard statement for this one is gonna be suspected of causing cancer. Um, they always have to say, may cause cancer or suspected of causing cancer because you could still be exposed to these chemicals and of course because the the human body is so different and when we look at diet nutrition exercise all the all the different variables that we bring to the table every day uh you could you could be exposed to something all day every day that's a cancer agent and never develop cancer you could also, of course, be a office person who's almost never exposed to these kinds of chemicals, and it's extremely rare that it ever happens, but you get, get cancer. That's why they always have to say may cause cancer. There's not a 100% chance. So when we think about some of the carcinogens found in the workplace, um, a lot of times we can think about the... Um, um, I guess I'll call them the old style chemicals. When we think about uh, things like benzene, cadmium, coal tar pitch, one that I did not know about is diesel engine exhaust. Um, I found that to be really um, interesting. Uh, there's a lot of people working in shops now that are exposed to um, diesel engine um, exhaust. Um, formaldehyde, that's one that um, has been around for a super long time then. So. When we think about ionizing um, radiation, um, this is going to be from a actual active source, you know, so it's not going to be a non a non non ionizing where it's uh, power that's going to be generating this. Then it's going to be from a um, source then vinyl chloride and welding fumes. So welding fumes in in, in um, hindsight, it makes, uh, makes sense to me because it has a lot of the different steels. The cadmium is in there and, and different things. But uh, these, these are some of the, the more common ones found in the workplace. And when, um, and when I kind of think about like a, um, a place that maybe that you could find this stuff, steel mill, chemical plant, um, oil refinery, kind of those kinds of places, um, Formaldehyde, of course, is extremely commonly uh, used uh, for hospitals, uh, mortuaries, morgues, um, universities have this when you're looking at tissue samples. So you, you, you can find these in, um, in places that maybe you wouldn't think of the workplace. You know, like when I think about when I go to, uh, I go to college and I pull something out and I look at something, I don't always think about that as a workplace, but there's a way that... Um, that uh, formaldehyde is getting into me then. So, and that is it for episode number 65, carcinogen classifications. Just nice, short, and sweet. I purposely did not cover the classification of three, four, and five, where they sit down and they say, 
we have enough data that we can tell you that this does not cause cancer. You do not have to have those on the SDS sheet. You only have to put on carcinogen uh, info. And that was really the prime focus of today's uh, podcast. So episode number 65 is done. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today and have a safe day.